episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, and as always, my co-host is Bricky. He's going to be hitting us with those sweet, sweet Warhammer 40k facts and ridiculous stuff and whatever. If you enjoy today's podcast, head over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous where you can get access to our Discord, bloopers if they happen, an absolutely yoked Ultramarine poster just ripped to shreds. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous. And Bricky will now tell you about uh, book club merch and, you know, other pertinent information for your everyday life. Pertinent. Mm -hmm. The book club, do remember we are finishing up Krieg. We should have that out this week, so make sure you get that shit done. Uh, Or or maybe this week or next week. Whenever it comes out uh, for merch, Orchidate.com, hit that up. Check out your stuff, shirts, hoodies, etc. We actually ran out of dice. Damn. But uh, hopefully we'll be restocked at the end of the month. Uh, And then uh, one final thing. Uh, the we are also partnered with Collectible Squids, a wonderful little uh, little wargaming shop, I guess is the term, uh, based out of the frightening land of Florida. And we don't want them in Florida anymore, so you no. need to give them their money, yeah, your your money, in order to get stuff. But they offer Warhammer stuff as well as various other items at awesome bundles and at a lower than retail cost, a flat shipping fee, and you can get fifteen percent. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think. I think yeah. so. Yeah, by using code ADRIC at their store. We'll have a link in the description. Check it out. If you're looking to buy anything, go ahead. We get a little bit of commission as well, and it supports them, and they are longtime fans of the channel. Yeah. If you check their site, too, uh, they have a little section that uh, they sell minis based on what we talk about. So at some point, their site will be updated, and if you go to the This Week on ADRIC little blurb i think it's under the warhammer tab you can actually see the shit we talk about pretty cool yeah all right dk today's a day yeah today's a day today's a day today is in fact a day it is in fact april the 11th you know what that means uh we're doing an episode of adeptus ridiculous you're goddamn right let's go i'm so shocked you got it like that i'm so Ah, proud of you yeah Let's go. Remember, remember back in the day when I was the dumb one? Oh, no, you still are. Exactly. So, hmm. uh, here's a quote for you to start this one off. You know, we're going we're gonna to get right into it. We're going we're gonna to penetrate this like a bowling ball does a bowling pin. Oh, boy. All right. All right. <clears throat> Do not look to us for kindness. Do not look to us for hope. We are not the kind children of this new age. We are the rocks of... Of its foundation. If you wish hope, then look to what we make. If you wish kindness, then look to those who will come after us. Oh boy, these sound like very not nice people. Um, hmm. you may not have, may not have gone the point of the quote. Um, but the, uh, the, well, I mean, they 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 sound like they're very strict. Like they 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 sound kind of they sound kind of Imperium to me. Okay, um, the Imperium are in fact not nice. No, no, they're not nice. Uh, uh, I I would have to guess it's a it's it's some kind of Space Marine faction. Okay, uh, they, the Foundation. It sounds like they like building things. Um, I I I I I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, 
Uh, who 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 does who does Dorn lead again? Uh, he leads the Imperial Fists. Are we doing an Imperial Fist episode? Are you saying that just because we talked up Black Templars in the last episode? Um, partially yes, but also like it, they they sound like uh, they're all about building, all about following, you know, very strict rules and shit like that. And you know, that sounds like a Dorn Fist thing. Your logic is is strange, however, you are correct. Let's go, baby! It's finally time, and I, I have very bad news for you, DK. Uh-huh. He can read. No. Yeah, I was no, he, shocked. Shocked. I look, I don't care what you say, he can't read. I, I, I was, I did my research, I think he can read. I don't think you did your proper due diligence if you're telling me he can read. But... But he read. And the episode. And the, right here, that's it. Thanks for coming, everyone. All right, uh, thanks, everyone. You you now know all about Dorn. You know that he can, in fact, read. Mm-hmm, no, yeah. no, that's fa- fake, fake news, dude. That's fucking fake news. Go the outro, know. Shy. Yep, toss it up. So tell yes. me more about literate Dorn. Yes, we're talking about Dorn, and yes, the reason we're doing it this time is because we haven't done a Marine Legion in forever, because it takes so much goddamn research to do, and because we've covered all most of the Marine Legions that I know about already, and so I'm I'm all I'm kind of flying blind for some of these, so I gotta do okay. a lot of fucking research. And we did talk about the Black Templars a little bit in the last episode, so I think it was about time that we talk about the guy you know nothing about, yet you seem to like because you think his armor is cool. His armor is cool. You cannot deny that he has some boss-level drip. He does. He he I is mean, literally a giant gold eagle with a chainsaw sword the size of a human man. Yeah, he's, he's like... His armor is like the embodiment of like the Imperium logo, like that big gold Aquila, right? That's him. That's him. Pretty, pretty much. See, that's the funny thing about Dorm and the Imperial Fist. Like if you had, if you took every Space Marine Legion and you wanted to describe them in one word, you probably could. Like uh, Ultramarines are balanced, White Scars are speed, Salamanders is fire, Night Lords is fear, uh, world eaters is hate, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. You know, there's always like one word for it. If you had to do Dorn and the Imperial Fists, it would probably be duty. <laughs> you said duty. Ah, sorry, I couldn't help it. End the episode, Shy. Put the outro again. <laughs> and end it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, du- duty is arguably the best one I could think of. I. I look at, like, the Ultramarines as the jack-of-all-trades Astartes kind of group. I look at the Imperial Fists a lot like the ones that fully embody what it means to be a space marine. Like, like what's, what's the, what is the main gun that a space marine carries? Uh, I want to make sure I say this right. It's the Bolter. Yeah, it's the Bolter, right. The Bolter. Now, the Ultramarines, they like their Bolter, but they're also very, they, they, no, they're like a jack-of-all-trades. They can do lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. The Imperial Fists really fucking like Bolters. <laughs> they love their them. Bolters. They love their Bolters, their Bolt Rifles, their Heavy Bolters, their, like, Storm Bolters. Like, in-game, even, they have a bunch of buffs for when they use Bolters. <laughs> it's a sick gun, to be fair. I can't say I blame them. 
for being all in on the boulder. Yeah, well, it's like it's like the idea that the Imperial Fists take the concept of being a space marine and turn that shit to 11. So, okay. Dorn. Rogel Dorn. <laughs> Rogel Dorn is the Primarch of the 7th Legion. One, the one found right before our, our sad man, Conrad. Oof. And, uh, of course, the Imperial Fists, the yellow and, I believe, black trim? I'm going to... I think it's black trim. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yellow and black trim, their symbol. It is literally a giant fucking hand fist. <laughs> and they, uh, and Rogel Doran, their Primarch, is also known as the Vigilant, the Praetorian of Terra, the Unyielding One. All these kinds of like, I am a big brick of a human being <laughs> names. Dorn and, is also the one that built the Emperor's palace yes we'll get mm. to that a little later when we talk about uh him and perturabo ah, yeah, yeah, um yeah. but he was born on a planet known as nitwit named after you and wow. okay <laughs> i see how it is i was gonna say he's a nitwit because he can't read you know but fine just take a take a burn at me i'll i'm fine i'll take it on the chin i don't give you, a fuck you hate you hate, if you took it on royal doran's chin it would reflect back at you oh yeah he's got it he's got a chiseled jaw of steel uh, actually, the planet's name is Inwit, but, you know, I couldn't help myself. Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, he's, so he's born on a planet called Inwit, and it was a cold-ass ice planet. It was a tidally locked... You know what tidally locked means, right? Tidally locked? Yeah, it's a tidal locked planet. Uh, sure. It's um The planet doesn't spin. Or, oh. or, 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 like, or if it does, it, like, it spins at the same rate that it rotates the star... So one side is always daytime, like one side is always nighttime, and it never changes. Oh, wow, that sounds annoying. Yeah, there's a couple of planets like that in the, in the universe. And so for this one, it and the sun that they were orbiting is this faded, super old sun. So on one side, you have faded sunlight. On the other side, you have perpetual darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got frozen mountains, these these mass like crevices that are just made in these frozen dunes and mazes, and beasts stalk the entire wilderness. Of course, there is almost no value of this planet whatsoever. There are <laughs> no resources. The seas are all buried and lifeless, and the native fauna murders people. Oh, that's unfortunate. The only real power that this planet has is its people who are barbaric but not unsophisticated oh. uh at, with time with rogel dorm being there for a while like there, there were leftover orbital platforms and areas in this solar system that was here you know like they're not just straight up nomadic uh con level stuff where they were kind of like the warring tribes and they were intense and swords like they were they had tech okay they had stuff and the people mainly taught the concept that endurance is survival right the price of weakness Uh. is death weakness is death for both you and for your fellow kin okay 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 so they're they're pretty strong they're pretty resilient they're pretty reliable i mean i guess living on a planet like that you kind of have to be um yeah, and you need to be you need to be tough, but you need to be unbreakable. That's yeah. kind of the thing. Because if you break, not only do you die, but your everyone, all your friends die, your clan dies. Okay. Um so the Inuit people eventually did move to the stars 
and they be had like ice hives and they had starships and they had orbital weapon platforms and all that stuff. But even so, it never got any easier for the warlords and matriarchs. Like the top level people lived the same as the lower level people in the sense of like how tough their lives were. Okay, so you didn't get any sort of relief just because you were ranked higher than someone. Life still I'm sucked just as much. I'm sure there was maybe like a little bit, but yeah, you still had to live hard. Right. Um, so is oh. there is there much of a like, uh, so there's not much of a class discrepancy, like a, like a high lord or something isn't going to like, you know, um, look down on like a, a, a civilian or a low guard because everybody's life is equally bleh. I mean, there is like clan leaders and higher level people, but they still do labor you know they still like they're not right. just behind a big fluffy desk yeah yeah okay um everyone everyone lives a hard rough life because you need to live a hard rough life in order to live in general right um everybody so chips in everyone everyone has a part to play mm -hmm. so dorn ha unfortunately has uh con syndrome where they not much is known about his growing up Ah, uh, you you don't know much. You know that he like you know the Khan lived on Chagoras. He had these planes and this and that, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, you know Horus. We don't know jack shit about him. Of all people, yeah. So I'm, Dorn's similar. I'm assuming this is another case of look. It doesn't really matter how they grew up. What matters is what they did after they became a Primarch. After you know, like that them growing was like oh yeah they they had a normal childhood. They did the normal Imperium thing. Uh yeah they. Whatever. Uh, that, that that doesn't matter. What matters is what Rogodorn is about to do when he becomes like a Primarch or when he's found as a Primarch, blah, blah, blah. Who cares how he grew up? Agreed. And it's a little bit interesting to re to understand Dorn as a character and what he stands for. Um, so, yeah, it is mainly like the con where it's about the after stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so he was raised on this planet. Little of him is known or talked about. Uh, he was a young man named Rogel, and he was adopted by the House of Dorn. Yeah, simple. Yeah, Rogel Dorn, yeah, makes Rogel sense. Dorn. The clan's patriarch was his adoptive grandfather. And even after his grandfather was long dead, he kept a fur-edged robe that his grandfather had, and he slept with it every night. Oh, he had a little blankie. He, Rogel Dorn actually had a blankie Aww, that his grandfather that had. Isn't that sweet? It's kind of... It's, it's kind of funny... But to me, <laughs> reading about Dorn now, but like, yeah, he had a blinky. I he think he, blinky. I he might still have it. He probably does. He like keeps in like a like a special lockbox and just let anyone see it. He's like, yeah, yeah he's like, like my blinky. <laughs> my um, blinky. so forty years after his grandfather had eventually passed, um, the emperor then arrived, and this was a huge boon for Big E because not only did he regain his seventh Primarch, Rogel, but he regained a ma major star-spanning human society. Oh, yeah. Like, are they spacefaring at this point? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's got to be huge uh, for the Imperium and for the Emperor to get a spacefaring uh, group of people and one of your Primarchs. That's got to be the big time. I mean, I don't think it was as crazy as when he rolled up to Gilliman, and Gilliman had, like... <laughs> Like, like, half the system or whatever the hell he had. He had Ultramar and this giant. He was doing all of his taxes and crap. Oh, man. It's, ta it's, it's April. It's tax season. Yeah. Prepare to lose all your money. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I already took um, care of all that shit, so I'm, I'm, I'm good, but it hurt. 
It hurts. It hurt. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he regained both, and he arrived with something known as the phalanx. And, and let me let me let me show you the phalanx because the phalanx is is a thing. Um, is it like the uh, w w the Greeks did the pha pha phalanx right, where everybody locks their shields together so there's no weaknesses? That's right? what the phalanx the move was. This ah. phalanx is a ship. Whoa! Oh yeah, I think I've seen this before. It doesn't get any less impressive though, but. Good God, it's like a floating cathedral. It is, I believe, the largest Imperial ship ever. Damn. That, it, well, I, that that might just be a um, perspective, but that, that dwarfs that star. <laughs> it dwarfs that sun. Um, oh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily dwarf the star of the sun. Um, yeah. In actuality, yeah, it's just, that's just perspective. Perspective, spot, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, uh, fucking massive, though. Holy shit. I, I can't find a, a I gotta find like a scale of this thing because I'm pretty positive it, it is the largest ship out there and it is bigger than anything else that they've made. Um, I think it's even bigger than like the Blackstone Fortress that Abaddon has. Wow, the ones that he just sort of ya yeets, uh at the fall of Cadia. Exactly. I think it, I think it's larger or like at least a similar size. God damn. Yeah, it's it's. Fucking enormous. What, do you, what are those um, classified as? Super fortresses or something? I don't even know if it has a particular name. It's just known as the Phalanx. <laughs> All right. It like, cool. it, and then basically the Emperor arrived with the Phalanx, and that became the main source of everything Dorne did. Because, uh, like, despite him having Inwit and all this as like a home planet, he doesn't run his legion from his home planet. He, he is a, a no, the Imperial Fists are a nomadic legion, and they run all of their shit from the Phalanx. Oh, so it was, so Dorne didn't actually build this thing. The, the Emperor brought it? The Emperor brought it. Oh, I was always under the impression that Dorne built it because Dorne is such a, you know, he, he loves building shit. Uh, so I kind of figured that, you know, who else would build such a gigantic fucking eyesore than, uh, I shouldn't say eyesore, it's a cool fucking ship, uh, than Dorn. Who else would build? Well, maybe Perturabo, but he's too busy being Angie. Um, I, I believe it is, uh, it was built by, it was unknown who built it, I believe it was during the Dark Age of Tech. That would make sense, yeah. It, it's a flying hive city. Yeah. Like, it, it is, yeah, it is insane. I think it gets close to the size of the Eldar craft worlds. Which you know are like moving continents. Yeah, they're 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 floating cities, floating worlds. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They're 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 nuts. Um, so when the big E arrived, like Dorn didn't really take any any time to wait. He he was fiercely loyal. He pledged himself to Big E immediately, and he never once sought his favor. Oh, never. Really? No, Dorn. Dorn is an interesting guy. He he embodies the human quest for truth. And Dorn, I don't believe, has ever lied. And I mean, ever. I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, if Dorn and the Imperial Fist are all about duty, honor, serving the Emperor, then yeah. I, I would imagine their Primarch would be uh, a, a, bit of a, a bit of a Boy Scout. Try to never lie. Try to always do right by the Imperium and by the Emperor. You know, not do it for personal gain or personal favor, but because it is the right thing to do. But like, he never lied. <laughs> so, so he's like, 
Hey, Roller, does this dress make me look fat? Yes. Oh. Like, hey, hey, I, like what do you, do you think? Uh, hey, hey, Rogel Doran, do you think your fortress could hold back Perturabo's warriors with ease? Oh, like, so he is truthful to a fault. He he is he is a a brick. He is sometimes now he's he's got charisma, but normally the charisma that he has it comes in the form of speaking to his sons and and, and the work with him. And he's he's very much like he's not. If he never lies, who do you think is the person he hates the most? If he never lies, who does he hate the most? Yes. Or uh, who would you imagine he is the he's the most at odds with besides Perturabo? Uh I don't know. Literally anyone. Um, oh, oh, come on, DK. Use that big noggin of yours. Maybe I, I would assume if he, he never and, lies. I would assume he and Conrad don't get along well. Bruh. What? 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 Who does he not get along with if he doesn't lie? I, I don't know. Lies. Lies. What? I, I don't know. Just tell Alfarious. me. Alfarious. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Oh, that's, my. End the episode, that's, Shy. That's, End the episode. Okay. Time. Put the, put the know, thing down. That's, that's, that's true. I, I I don't know how I forgot all about... Forget about Alfarious. the Alpha Legion? How did I forget it? They're so good at what they do, I forgot about them. All right, there you go. There's there your, we there's go. your reason. There's, there's your reason. Out. Yeah, that's a good out. That's a good out. Uh, <sighs> oh, oh, that's God. right, because Dorn, uh, we talked about this in the Alpha Legion episode. He, he <coughs> kills Alpharius, maybe. Or or Omegon. Yeah, he, he kills one of them. He kills one of them. We don't know which one, really, but he, he, he fucks up one of them. Yeah, he fucks up one of them. Um, but, yeah, so besides the Perturabo thing, yeah, him and Alpharius do not get along. <laughs> Um, but so that's the thing, like Dorn as a person is, is quiet. He's reserved. He's calculating. He's, he's very like the duty of the emperor must be done. My sons, we will, we will lead a legion of power and, but we will not do blah, 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 blah. But it, he's not above anger. And it's, it's like when you had that person who's always been the calm, calculated family member. And then he actually yells and you're like, oh my God. Shit is real bad at this point, and yeah. and he's it's so much scarier because of that. Yeah, um, I was gonna say just because you're stoic and calm and you never lie, that does not necessarily put you above getting pissed. And he has gotten pissed too. He's actually gotten like sad and stuff. He just doesn't try to show it. He mm. tries to keep himself very uh, down in the emotions. And we'll talk about that a little a little more later. But uh, for his sons. He basically went to all the Imperial Fists and demanded everything from his sons that he could do. He is like, oh. do, do it like I expect you to be as good as me. Um, oh. The only person he didn't was a guy, Legion Master Matthias, who he went to and just didn't say anything. But he huh. saw them all in battle and he said, you have much to learn and more to do. Except for the Matthias guy who was like, thank you. That's all he said, and then he named him High Castellan of the Inwit system to replenish their losses and, and recruit more legionaries, and then he just left. So this Matthias guy is like, I like you. Goodbye. Yeah. I was going to say, so Matthias must be pretty skilled at like everything he does, because uh, Dorn isn't a liar, so he's not going to hold anything back, and he doesn't lie to anyone, so if he saw a fault in you, he would tell you like immediately. And that, if that's, he doesn't... Yeah. 
Yeah, and if he doesn't say anything to this guy, then it's like, damn, dude. That was that's the concept. It's like if you do really well, he'll just look at you and like nod. Mm. And that is the same thing as a glowing recommendation. Yeah. You know, because he's always so stern. He's, he's always so but you know, just a simple like, you've done well is is like the greatest thing you could possibly <laughs> hear from him. Because so that's he, the way he be. So for the rest of his legion, he's like that uh he he's that dad who's very hard to uh, impress, and you you can never impress because he expects way too much of you. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Except he's just a little bit less violent about it. Ah, good, 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 good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Okay, because because okay. that's like a lot of the fucking primarchs, but other other ones like Angron, for example, don't take <laughs> it in stride. No. <laughs> what? Angron doesn't take failure in stride? Please, tell me more. All right, GW marketing team. We need to have a name for the angry guy. Hmm. We can't just hmm. call him angry, can we? No, that's too on the nose. Yeah, that's too on. On Angron. The no Ang oh, my oh, God. Ship it. it. Ship it. Multi-billion dollar idea, boys. <laughs> um... So as they were out in the, uh, this is a great crusade time, right? For another 160 years or whatever the time frame is, he's going around doing the usual great crusade stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Dorne in particular and the Fists didn't enjoy massive like conquering and holding of the areas they took. Okay. Uh, Dorne didn't particularly enjoy taking too many recruits from the worlds they liberate him because he specifically said, I want recruits, not vassals. He didn't like the political responsibilities of governing. He wanted to be a military unit. Oh, he will okay. go and fight and liberate and all that, but the, the afterwards, the politics, the the holding, the the recreation of the state or whatever, leave that shit to Gilliman. <laughs> okay, all right. So he's he, so he's like a soldier. He, he's he, a military. I mean, you see his face, you know, yeah. like he, Dorn, he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's not politicking, he's not governing, he's just like, okay, we conquered this place, let's move on. I got shit to do, I'm not gonna sit here, I'm not gonna, you know, tear up this place, it's, it's, it's time for us to go, let's fucking move. Uh, I mean, Dorne is literally, like, like when you look at the Imperial Fists, you think of them like standard American military. Buzz cut, mm. you know, the chiseled jawline, like, military men. Right, right. That's that's kind of the fantasy that goes along with this group, particularly is just like strong, hard, chiseled military. Okay. Um, so uh, after that, uh, after you know the Great, Great Crusade, all this stuff kind of happening, this is when Dorne was eventually chosen by the Emperor as the person to help create the Imperial Palace, to help build the Imperial Palace thanks to his incredible ability for defense and fortification. That's the joke that we always see in our stupid fucking chat. Yeah, it's spamming right chatters. now, dude. Uh, it totally siege, is. Siege, fortify, siege, fortify. It'll be that way until the end of the episode. Sorry to anybody any anybody that just popped in. Uh, this isn't live also, just because that's another pretty common thing. But, um, yeah. Who in the world thinks that shy can put those images up live? Like, I don't... I, I don't mean, man, it, if she could, we do not pay her enough. No, absolutely not. She's <laughs> way too shit. quick at this. Yeah. Wow, so funny, so quick, so fast. 
But the the damn the damn I always thought that's kind of funny though, because it's always siege fortify, siege fortify, and the fortify is the Imperial Fists, but the Iron Warriors are pretty good at that too. Um the Iron, I always thought think the the Iron Warriors and and the Imperial Fists don't feel like yin and yang. They feel like the same, except just their upbringing and how they're treated is vastly different. Because okay, so so Dorm was the one to build the Imperial Palace. Mm-hmm. Dorn was the one who got that job. And this set Perturabo in a fucking fit. Yeah, poor Purdy. Purdy, I mean, we talked about Purdy's uh, growing up. Not yeah. great. No. Um, and this, Perturabo, like, flew in this huge rage. And he's like, the Imperial Palace wouldn't even be proof, or wouldn't even be foolproof against my Iron Warriors, my mighty Siege Masters. And he, he just, just like... Went on a keyboard and 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 just started typing all the slurs he could possibly type on door and like full full on he was calling him every possible thing he was doing gamer words. Damn, he hit and him with that bottom key smash. He he slapped it, and <laughs> Dorn like heard this and or, or like heard about this outburst and all this stuff and he just kind of sat there like, okay, <laughs> seething seething like he is Dorn is as brooding and seething often as Petrobo he's quieter about it ah he doesn't just let himself fly off the handle he kind of he kind of broods and holds it in and keeps it to himself he has like the what's that picture of like Tim Roth where it's like face of disgust raising of one cheek eyebrow or whatever Uh, Tim Roth yeah, remember, I, remember, remember. I feel like I should know who that is, but I don't immediately. I don't immediately know who Tim okay, Roth I, is. Am I, I can't too fu- much of a boomer for? Uh, this is Tim Roth right here. Disgust, huh. nose wrinkled, upper lip raised. Okay. Okay. Anyway, the point being is that you know Perturabo goes off the fucking handle because he's he's mentally damaged and his mental illness is making lots of problems. Dorn is very resolved and smart and and calm, but he is not above getting angry and he's not above brooding. The two of them are very are shockingly similar, but opposites or not opposites. It's say opposites attract sometimes, but like what happens when you put the same uh, magnetic pull on each other. You know, they they, they repel. They, yeah. Like, Percherabo is a brooding, seething, coping, like, <laughs> uh, guy who wants to build stuff, and he's really hateful. Dorm is a quiet, brooding, seething, sometimes kind of person, but he had, one, a better childhood, and two, was given significantly better tasks... Because Perturabo oh, was like, hey, yeah. go fight the Harud forever. Oh, that's right. He had to fight the Harud, didn't he? Oh, God. Those nightmare fucking... Um, they, they bend time, right? Yeah, the, the time ones. Yeah, oh, boy. That's unfortunate for him. So they're very similar, but Dorn takes it in stride. Oh, Dorn's he able he's, to He's kind like of... the favorite out of the two, anyway. Well, yeah, so, yeah somewhat. Perturabo has his problems. Yeah. But he he's able to, like... He still gets pissed off and stuff, but it's this is the most important thing I need to hammer uh, hammer <laughs> about Dorn. Like people often ask, why do people like Dorn so much? Why Dorn? You know, he seems generally generic mm-hmm. as a Primarch. Maybe not Gilliman generic, but 
<laughs> you know, he seems generally really just just military man. And it's because Dorn doesn't take no for an answer. He refuses oh. not to get shit done. When the Emperor calls on to do something, he says, yes, sir. And Damn. he fucking does it. Is it a pain in the ass? Sure. But complaining about it doesn't help, so he doesn't. Oh, it's like, okay. Like, it, build it, this thing, Dorn. Okay. And he builds the thing. Is that one of the main reasons that the Emperor prefers Dorn over Perturabo? Because Perturabo is probably going to complain, moan, whine, and bitch about something he doesn't want to do. Whereas Dorn is just going to do it. Uh, I don't think Perturabo would ever moan, whine, and bitch to the Emperor himself. Well, no, but, y you know. I, I don't actually I don't actually know. I don't really know of a whole lot of exchanges between Perturabo and the Big E. Okay. Um, but I know, like, it, it's generally just the reason he's so liked is because he is, is the embodiment of, I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter like, the cost. I'll, no I'll matter sure the cost. Done. Yeah. Like, I'll get it done, and I'll get it done right. I will not cut a single corner, no matter how difficult it is. Like I, if you if you don't do things right, don't fucking do them. That's, <laughs> that's Dorn. That's it. It is pretty easy to like someone like that that just always just get shit done. Although uh, I could also see uh, the Dorn fan base being very uh, polarizing because some people really don't like that. Like super ultra boy scout like that super ultra good guy that i always get things done and i always do things right drink your milk eat your vitamins and say your like i could see a lot of people just being annoyed at how much of a goody two-shoes dorn comes off as i actually don't think he's a goody two-shoes no i think that's a more gilliman thingy Dor oh, dorn yeah, yeah. dorn is like because he's not a very complimentary person is it's like do it right. It's like, uh, sir, what if we did this? Like, no. <laughs> Don't backtalk me. Do what I said. He's like, like okay. do do it the right way or don't fucking do it at all. And is also the fact that Dorn genuinely believes in his cause. Perturabo, despite all of his shenanigans and his fucking smug aura. It feels like he wants to do it a little bit because, I don't know, he wants to, like, prove something, I guess? Mm -hmm. It's hard. I always felt like Perturabo wanted to be seen. He wanted someone to give him a pat on the back and say, damn, Purdy, good job. Good job, fair, dude. After, after all Perturabo's been through, I, I could see him wanting to just be recognized and just have someone pat him on the back and be like, hey, man, good job. Someone good job. did. His name was Horace. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true, but I think he was hoping for more like, you know, he was hoping for Biggie's recognition or the Imperium's yeah. recognition and not traitor legions. What uh what Rogaldorn got was recognition and a lot of it. Yeah. He was the one chosen to build the Imperial Palace. He was the one with like Horus and Horus literally said, uh, if I ever laid an assault to a bastion possessed by you, then the war would last for all eternity. The best of attack matched in the best of defense. Wow. That's that's pretty high praise coming from Horus. I mean Yeah. Because Horus was wow. the king of the assault. Mm-hmm. And so it was like he would like we would be stuck in eternity because I'm the best of my job and you're the best of your job, and we would never get anywhere. Damn. So when Horus became the war master, Dorn didn't really care. He was like, Good choice. Excellent. Very happy with this. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was. I mean, he's he's not going to be jealous, and you know, he probably thinks that Horace is the best person for that job. So yeah, I don't see Dorn having any problem with that, and him just sort of yeah, business as usual. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dorn Dorn is happy. Dorn Dorn believes in everything he does. That's also part of it. Like when the Imperium was crumbling after the heresy and stuff, Dorn was still building. He was like, I'm going to make the Imperium we were striving to make. Like, I am going to do what, what Father wanted to do. Like, I legitimately, truly believe in our cause. And I will do whatever I can to build it. And, like, while everything is crumbling around him, he's still there with his little hammer and his little blueprints. And he's still trying. He's got his widow hard hat on. He's got a gold hard hat. He's got his blankie from his grandfather. He's got his blankie, and he's he's just sort of sitting there, you know, putting cement on bricks. And just... There's going to be a lot of text-to-speech memes about Rogue Dorn, I'm positive, in this oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, also, by the by, I still haven't watched a single episode of TTS that uh, Bricky and Chai haven't forced me to watch. I, mean, I say forced, but, yeah. Yeah, the Kaivas Kane one, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's... Doran is actually a very common character. His name is Lord Adornable because he's in this funny little outfit. And uh, he's just a total brick. It's like, Dor- like Doran, where were you all this time? I was gone. Like, where? <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> Away. And you're just like, what the fuck? Just being truthful, guys. Just being you know, truthful. He, yeah, he's, you know, he doesn't lie and he doesn't understand metaphor and that mm-hmm. kind of shit. He's like um, Drax. He's he's basically like Drax at times. I mean, obviously in the lore he's not. He's much yeah. In he TTS he's like Drax. Um, oh, I didn't even mention this. Uh, so well, first things first. Dorn and he took his fist legion. He went to Terra, take up garrison duty at the end of the Great Crusade, start building the palace, do that whole thing, become mm-hmm. the main garrison. Uh, but for this episode, I read. I started reading up on um the book, the Horus Heresy book, Praetorian of Dorn. Ooh. Which basically is the events of Dorn versus the Alpha Legion. Right. Um, I got about halfway because it's a 14-hour book and I wasn't able to Ooh. finish it for, for one week. Holy shit. It's very long. Um, but Dorn as a character, very much stoic, hard, but when he speaks with people, he 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 gives a shit. He like with his own sons, like he may be hard on them, but he genuinely wants to make sure things work like work out well. Right, right. Um, hard but I, fair. Hard but fair. Eh, maybe sometimes a little unfair. He's a he's a hard ass, but um, I won't lie. The beginning of the book made me just like the Alpha Legion more because they were doing <laughs> some fuckery and it was very cool. Um, Read it for Dorn, stayed for the Alpha Legion. It was it was fun. Uh, I didn't get a chance to finish it though, but it's all right. Mm. Uh, I, I got what I needed, which is more personality based stuff. Yeah. Um, but after he went back to Terra, the Horus Heresy had begun. Uh, the assault on Isvan uh, three or three five, whichever the one, the dropside massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, there is there's a major book, arguably one of the best Horus Heresy books, apparently called Flight of the Einstein. And if you'll remember, this is when the famed Death Guard hero Nathaniel Garrow took him and some people and uh, fled the Death Guard in order to tell everyone what was happening. Uh, right. The right, right, the right, right. Um, loyalist Death Guard Nathaniel Garrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the fly of the Einstein was a very, a very important and arguably the number one turning point of the, of the major Horus heresy. Cause without, you know, he flew the, the ship back and to Dorn and yeah. said, Hey, yo, yo problems. 
things are going down. Yeah, if if he hadn't uh, warned them, then maybe the Imperium doesn't survive. Yes, that that was it was it was worrying things. Um, yeah. and it it was it was apparently apparently a very very good book, and I'm told that you that people should watch or read it. Um, okay. However, this is a great opportunity to discuss the sheer volume of loyalty that uh, that Dorn has. All right. Let me just say, he did not take this in spades. Oh, what the uh, the the Horus Heresy? He didn't take it in spades. He didn't believe Nathaniel Garrow. Oh, he so he couldn't believe that Horus would do something like that. He couldn't believe that like anybody would turn on the Imperium. He he thought he thought Nathaniel Garrow was just straight up lying to him. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it, 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 quote. <clears throat> Look at me when I speak to you, Death Guard, snapped the Primarch. These lies you bring into my personal chambers, they sicken and disgust me. That you would dare to say such things about a hero of such masterless character as my brother Horus, it vexes me beyond my capacity for description. He placed a massive finger on the sternum of Garrow's armor. How cheap you must hold your integrity to give up so easily. I weep for Mortarium if a man of such low honor as you could rise to command a company of the 14th Legion. Know this, the only reason I do not tear you limb from limb for your defamation is that I know my brothers will reserve the pleas for themselves. Whoa. He was not <laughs> pleased. He was not happy uh, to hear this. Damn, so he was so loyal to the Imperium and, and to Horus and Big E that he wouldn't even hear of them turning traitor at first. He was just, damn, I weep for Mortarian that someone like you could lead his ranks. Damn. Garrow returned with a, with a simple, are you blind statement. <laughs> Is that what and, he said in response? And Dorn was like, what did you say to me? He says, I rescind my former statement. Get on your knees and accept your death while you still have the chance to die like an Astartes. Holy shit. Did he, he was not having it. Did, did he really say, are you blind to Dorn he, after, he, after all that? He says, are you blind? He whispers. Dorn was thunder incarnate. What did you just say to me? <laughs> It's like, I asked if you were blind, Lord, because I fear you must be. Only one struck by such a terrible ailment could be as you are. Yours is the blindness that only a brother might have. That a, of a keen judgment clouded by admiration and respect clouded by your love for your kinsman, the War Master. And it said, it was not often that Rogaldorn's stern mask cracked, but it did so now. <laughs> the balls on Garo, holy shit! After hearing all that from Dorn, like you couldn't have put it maybe a little, a little gentler. I mean, I guess you know he, he's got to give him the news and he's got to make him see that Horus has indeed gone traitor. So you got to be a little. But holy shit! He, Damn, he was, he was he was not he was not having it. <laughs> a part of me is like, yo, did Dorn just straight up kill him and then find out some other way that? <laughs> Horus no, he, no, he, he, like... he, no, he didn't kill him. No, he's, okay. uh, he got stopped by, um, I think it was a lady remembrancer or something. And, th and then after that, they got some, I think they, they helped prove her point with some pictures or something that they found. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was, he was unpleased. <laughs> I bet. 
I bet he was. Holy shit. I mean, Garrow's got some balls on it, man. Talk about doing what you gotta do. Like, good God, talking to Dorne like that? Mm. Yeah, so like I said, Dorne, despite everything, is not above anger. <laughs> is not above is not above uh rage. There's a there's a concept uh or a statement that's um when the Imperial Fists had to break up into separate chapters from the Codex Astartes, mm -hmm. that the Imperial Force uh, or Fists had the the strength, duty, and valor of Dorm, and the Black Templars had his rage. Ah, okay. Because the Black Templars are insane. In the membrane? Insane in the brain. Yeah, Cypress Hill references. Let's go. Let's go. Even I'm not that old or Let, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that song. Anyway, Black Templars so, are their rage, and the Imperial Fist are like his, uh, his, uh, you know, his his duty. His is you said his, duty. I said duty. Yeah, his sense of honor and duty, and the Black Templars are his rage. So we'll we'll kind of schmoove through. Next couple of parts here because uh, we've already covered them in some prior episodes. But to you know the usual, uh, the Alpha Legion have arrived. They they took a year in stasis and just drifted away because they didn't want the warp engines. Um, their job was to go to Pluto and destroy the astropathing signal, make them all blind, make the Horus Heresy easier. Yep. Uh, the book is mainly about a character known as Archamus. Okay. Um, who was a major captain of the Imperial Fist Legion and was the commander of a group called the Huskarls. Ooh. And the Huskarls are the elite honor guard of Dorne. Okay, cool. cool. They're pretty dope looking, actually. All right. Um, so the Huskarls, um, the big thing for Arcamus uh, was, this is a spoiler for the book, I think, mean, you know, whatever, but ah, um, during the, uh, the, he was the one uh, who discovered the Alpha Legion's true intentions to sabotage the astropathing signal? Um, the beginning wow. of the of the actual book is pretty cool. They like did seven different random Alpha Legion shits and and blew up a giant reactor over over Terra, and then also jammed all the signals. And so you just had never ending like feeds and and checks coming in. And, it, and they jammed the signals by just having the word looper call posted over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and and then there it was even a little scene where um, a, they had a giant uh, orbital station that they leaked an odorless gas into that had oh. this this dude's entire body filled with like the mummy style scarabs. Oh, uh, no. But it was actually just hallucinogenic gas. Oh, and okay. so he grabbed like a pipe and he's like, oh, bugs and started beating his fellow people. And they all started doing that. And oh, then no. the transmitter just said over and over and over again, we have come for you. We have come for you. And it's oh, like, ah, shit. it's my boys. It's your boys. It's the Night Lords. Yeah. So it was like pure just information overload mm -hmm. getting to the brain and zapping all the neurons you could. And that's why this. Guy Arcamus, leader of the Huskarls, his job was to discern what the fuck they were actually doing. Gotcha. Um, and he figured it out, led the assault on the actual planet, and uh, go to Pluto, uh, actually dueled it with Altharius himself for a bit, and then he got oh, shit. fucking shanked. Of course. Um, then Dorn came around, chopped off Altharius' arms, and then stabbed <laughs> him with his own spear, and then chainsawed his head. 
his bald ass head. Ouch. That sucks. That sucks. I guess he got ahead of himself. And the episode shy. <laughs> I guess he needed better arm or you know uh, fuck you you know it's actually <laughs> interesting how I mean, like not many Primarchs die die but this is like this is one of those like clean fucking kills like yeah. like Dorn Dorn took the spear stab through his shoulder in order to pin Alfarius in place snapped the spear cut his arms off with a chainsaw shanked him with the spear and then got him in the face and it was like yeah that's a clean kill it's it's a very clean, calculated kill, and it's not like the fucking uh, Magnus backbreaker or something. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if anybody is gonna get a clean Primark kill, probably Dorn. But I'm not sure if it was quite clean, considering that he did it with like a ridiculous amount of chainsaw teeth. <laughs> well. Clean as in he didn't, like, cheat or do anything underhanded. I'm sure that was a fucking mess. I'm sure that was a bloodbath. Yes. <laughs> I believe Alpharius was trying to talk to him before that, and he was like, you see how many problems you have with your way of warfare? Mine is better. As in attempting to convince Dorn, he's like, he doesn't realize how much Dorn hates him. <laughs> like, fucking despises him. I was going to say, why would Dorn listen to Alpharius about anything? Like, he, he's always yeah. hated him, and he's just a bold-faced liar about everything. There's no way Dorn would have anything of anything Alpharius was saying, no matter what. Even if he's like, oh, no, hey, I actually love you, brother, and I want to come back to the Imperium. Pfft, fuck you. Like, there's no way he'd listen. You literally had a guy who was like, I'm trying to save the Imperium Horus turned traitor. He was like, get on your knees and die like an Astarte. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oof. Yeah, he wasn't convincing Jack. Yep, yep. Uh, but um, after that happened, of course, you had the major defense of the Imperial Palace itself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the big the big assault, all that stuff. Uh, him, the Emperor, Sanguinius, I believe the Khan also, uh, all teleported over to the, the big fights, you know. Yep. Big battle, Sangu Sanguinius dies. Poor Sanguinius. The, Emperor gets mortally wounded, and I believe both Dorn and I think it was the Khan uh, find him in the in the chambers, and then they escort him and put him on the throne. Right. Because uh, so that's the last thing Dorn saw. That was the last time the Dorn saw the Emperor alive, sort of, kind of, was when he put him on the throne, and Malkador turns to dust. Damn. But, um, so, you know, Horus Heresy's over. Everyone mm -hmm. flees. We've been through this. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the post is the interesting part. Uh, Post-heresy, Dord is pretty fucked in the head. I I would imagine so. I was going to ask what, like, what Dorn's state of mind is, since he's, um, he's so honor and duty-bound towards, like, the Imperium and the Emperor that, like, having to put Big E on the throne and see, like, his current state and to see the current state of the Imperium, that's... That's gotta be a lot for him to take in. And yeah, like he he genuinely believed that this is his fault. Oh, does because he? this is his palace that he was supposed to protect. He is the Praetorian of Terra, the sole protector of Terra, and he 
despite like them still surviving and all that, the emperor is dying or slash dead kind of thing. Like, yeah, he failed when Gilliman came with the idea of the second command of uh, the second founding and to, to make all the uh, Codex Astartes to cut all the Space Marine Legions into only thousand people chapters. Mm-hmm. Dorn initially was outraged because he thought the, oh. the Imperium blamed him for the what happened and he believed that he like, deserves the blame but oh. this proposal would be another damaging conflict and that the legion didn't the imperium didn't trust him anymore oh okay so he took that as almost a slight against like him he 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 was i think he it's hard to describe exactly how he felt but I think it felt like he he felt so guilty for everything and that no one trusted him anymore. Like you know, wow. like I fucked up, I failed and you want me to turn my legion into thousands of groups because you don't trust my legion to be whole and powerful anymore. You do not trust me. And I, wow. and, and he's like, you know what? I don't know if I trust me either. Oh, damn. So he is definitely in a very uh, vulnerable state of mind i guess he, he he like the one thing that he and like that's the that's the thing that to really hammer hone about dorn is that he fucking believes in the imperium he oh, believes yeah. in what the emperor wanted he still does and he's there with his hammer sanguinius is fucking dead his dad is barely kept alive by tubes half of his brothers are are gone and ready to come back and try to murder them again like, and then and then it gets worse. Gilliman gets stabbed by a poison blade by Fulgrim and is then eventually put into stasis. The Khan yeah. goes in the webway and is never seen again. Corvus Corax and and uh, Russ disappear into the warp. Oh man, <laughs> he's there with his hammer, and and every so often it's like a time lapse, and all the brothers around him just fade over and over again. Oh god, that's oof. Yeah, that's uh that sucks for him. That so boy, he's he's got to be very um you you could probably tattoo damaged right on his forehead. Let's 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 stay away from Jared Leto's island, please. <laughs> fair, fair. So is Dorn Dorn is still around in current 40k times? So this is before all the other Primarchs bailed or went away or whatever happened. Uh, he was trying to figure out what the hell to do. Uh-huh. And so he decided to put on something called a pain glove. Oh, boy, the pain glove. I've heard about this. Yes, it is a, a giant body glove of just sheer fucking pain. Uh, <laughs> and Rogaldorm believes that pain helps scour the body of impurities, which goes along with his raising because it's like hey if you break you and your people all die Mm -hmm. so he made sure that that i'm gonna try to make you break because i want you to be unbreakable sure the the thing about dorn is that his his literal existence stopped psychic powers around him wow like he wasn't a blank he just had such this fortress of willpower this mind of steel that Magnus couldn't get in it. He could, he, people can't read his minds. He can't like he is a fucking wall. He is a mental fortress. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, he's <laughs> un unshakable and unbreakable. And he was like, I don't know what to do. 
magic pain glove. Tell me what I must do. So he spends seven days in this thing, trying to give himself some kind of pain-induced vision to try to figure out what the hell he should do. Uh-huh. And so he decided that the only way to, to fix himself and his legion is a salvation through pain and self-sacrifice. And so then he said, Perturabo, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and Perturabo's like, ooh, my iron fortress, the iron cage. Ooh, <laughs> you dare to attack my fortress? Come on, Dorn, you Pussy! <laughs> oh no, and then he gets bodied. And then he gets bodied, yes. He gets fucking bopped instead of the Imperial Fist. And what, it takes them like forever to like. Re- They're still not fully replenished, are they? I-, I think if Dorn wanted to go full stop, he could have taken out the Iron Warriors and the Iron Cage, but he probably would have cost him his life. And oh, so okay. Gilliman arrived there and he was like, bro, back up. <laughs> What are you doing? Stop. Fuck out of here. It's not worth it. <laughs> so, obviously, so, yeah, he, he they took like like 80% losses or some crap like that. Like an oh. insane amount of their people died. Jesus. So, Dorn has been around this whole time, right? He, Dorn still uh, exists, right? So, uh, Dorn was one of the most long-lived of the Primarchs. Mm-hmm. Uh, as like I said, he was there, this little hammer, and people kept <laughs> going away. And his blankie. more and more and more, and his blankie. Eventually, the first Black Crusade uh, by Abaddon arrived, and eventually he uh, had launched an attack, a final attack on the bridge of their Chaos flagship called the Sword of Sacrilege. Wow. Okay. And. Dorn was ended up being cornered in this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once the Imperial Fists made it back to the actual place, they found no sign of Dorn anywhere. And the only thing they found was his left hand. Oh, really? A severed left hand of Dorn on the ground. So nobody knows what happened to Dorn, huh? They just... Found a severed hand and no body? The attempted, um, the the only idea of what happened we know is that was what Conrad Kerr saw when he shook hands with Dorn, which is seeing Dorn uh, violently swinging against like a hundred Astartes tearing him down and and being, being ripped limb from limb. So, so Dorn is gone. And we don't we don't know. So theoretically Dorn could at some point come back. We believe that Dorn is dead. He was torn to pieces by and it took like a hundred Astartes to take him down. He was like ripping people up. But eventually yeah. he got overwhelmed and he was torn to bits, and the only thing left is the left hand, which was then taken back by the Imperial Fists, and they actually like scrimshaw the names of their chapter masters like on the bones of the hand it's like the holiest icon they have oh, the hand. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, the hand, hand of dorn yeah um so we don't know he is huh. missing presumed dead if we if conrad kurz is to trust which he's not <laughs> then we would uh, assume that yes he is dead however conrad kurz was also mm, a little crazy 
<laughs> just a, just a smidge, just a li- just a little bit of crazy, yeah. So we uh we don't mm. know. We assume he is dead, but I I think most people believe that Dorn is not dead, mm. and we just need to wait Find for it. them to bring Dorn back. Yeah, that I mean that that sounds more plausible for like a GW thing. Um because I mean, if they ripped him to bits, why why'd they only leave his hand? And and wouldn't there be like big old blood splotches and guts hanging out everywhere? A if great he was question. ripped to shreds, I mean, there would be more evidence of him getting torn to pieces. Yeah, I, that, exactly. Well, they could have taken the pieces and maybe done some demon shit. Who knows? They, oh yeah, Demon Dorn, let's go! Demon Dorn missing that, missing his hand. Yeah, the double D. Oh God. Give him that double D's, baby. Demon double, Dorn, let's go. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want double D's involving Demon double Dorn. Double D's with Demon Dorn, let's go. Slanesh got him. Oh Jesus! Slanesh got Dorn. Damn it! <laughs> That's my it new sure, champion. It sure is great being Rogel Dorn in a bowling alley. I hope <laughs> nothing strange and, and sus happens to me. What's that? Why is that blue bowling ball looming? It's just Pritchard's face. <laughs> oh no! Oh god, that meme is awful. Yes, um, it is. I was gonna ask. So Dorn was around up until like the first Black Crusade, right? The first Black Crusade of M seventy eight or seven eighty one M thirty one. So I think another was that six hundred years. Mm. So by this point, are people worshiping the emperor as a god, or does that come way after? Uh I think, I think it's it's the beginning of it, but it's not full. It's not fully blown out yet. Okay, because I was gonna say, like, how how does that happen? If, like, if Dorn is still around and Dorn is like the biggest fan of Biggie in the Imperium, how fuck did he let it get to be the way it is? But I, if he, if he know, dies right around when it first starts getting going, that kind of makes sense. I know that there's an excerpt of good old uh, Gilliman uh, screaming at a priest. <laughs> which was genuinely enjoyable to read. I, I, I bet Gilliman has had his fair share of screaming at priests, being like, No, this isn't what he wanted! You're no, like, fools! Gilliman was like ready to snap the priest's neck. He was like, "I am, I am ready to kill you if you keep this shit up." Um, I, but that, that, that's a Gilliman, Gilliman probably thing. has that a lot. Yeah, nowadays he's not he's not enjoying himself. But yeah. um, no, Dorn Dorn, as far as we know, is <coughs> presumed dead, most likely alive because that's the GW thing. Yeah, um, you know how much like, money they d- would get if they brought back Dorn. I mean, pick one, dude. Dorn, the Khan, Corvus Korax is a demon bird, Sal, uh, a Vulcan, oh, true, you know, true. Lehman Russ. Like, there's so many options. True. Dorn seemed, well, I guess that's true. Any of the Primarchs, you bring any of them back, and uh, it's probably going to be a fucking gold mine. That's fair. Yeah. Dorn, but, but Dorn as a character, like, you want yourself, you're immovable, complete, like, duty bound, get shit done, motherfucker. That's get Dorn. her done. Get her done. That is that is Dorn. His legion is, is that in, in its entirety. It is all about duty and strength and and 
get it done and get it done right. There's no point in doing something wrong just to do it, get it done faster. The true belief that the Imperium can be what they hoped it could be at the time and the tragedy of all of his brothers slowly going away as he still keeps trying to build his castles and sleep with his blankie. His little blankie. Now I can only imagine when Doran goes to sleep. He's got his little blankie and he's, he has to suck his thumb. I mean, check shit, the, man. Check to see if anybody's looking to just... I, I mean, shit. Your grandpa. Shit, man. I mean, fucking Doran. Right, that's fine, man. He can... He's been through the ringer. Yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's 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 been through some shit, and he's, he's done some he's shit, shit. So he he he's earned a little vulnerability. He really has. Dor yeah. Dorn is he may not have as much of like in depth lore of his childhood stuff, like say Angron or or Kurz, or mm -hmm. perhaps uh, like Perturabo and all that. But like the Khan, it's about what he does afterwards. That's the true interest. Yep. Same with uh, Horus, right? It doesn't matter how he was brought up; it matters what he did with the Horusy. Or the yeah. horsey. The horsey. <laughs> the horsey. The horsussy. Um, oh, what? He's horsus. He is horsus. Yeah. Alpharasus. Yep. Hor horsussy actually in my head is like, oh, no, that could be way more cursed than just Horus. Anyway, that's not. Mm, anyway. So, uh, Dorn. God damn it. Dorn, man. Dorn. Dorn. Yep. Good old, good old Dorn. Dorn is, uh, you know, he he's, he's, he's the Praetorian of Terra for a reason. He is yeah. the he is the strong, tough, mentally unbreakable demigod. He clad in gold fucking eagles. Yep. And and true and truly a bastion of uh, of that power. Yeah, he he sounds like a badass. But I will say nothing you have said today has convinced me uh, to believe that he can read. Yeah. I knew Noth it. I knew I knew nothing it was coming. you have said to me today convinces me that he can read. He might be able to build very well. He might be able to look at pictures on a blueprint and replicate them, but you have not proven to me that he is literate yet. You know, Nathaniel Garrow eventually literally had a message that said, uh, I am a traitor, signed Horace Looper call, and he was like, What does this even mean? <laughs> this sign's like, not gonna stop me, I can't read it. You fucking liar. <laughs> there you go. So Still canon. Good, 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 good. Like it. I like it a lot. I, there, man, there are there are so many goddamn, so many so many goddamn fucking times where he's just been screaming at people. <laughs> this this entire this entire Fly of the Einstein excerpt looks so looks so insane. Yeah. Oh, so Dorn. It's, it's so funny. It's oh, like Dorn. it's like you you must you like you must hear Nathaniel out. It's like you dare to give me an order. A relic who should have been retired centuries ago. You dare to do so? <laughs> oh, so Dorn. He's so fucking mad. He comes across so much like Drax with just sort of, you know, he take, he's he, so literal um, and just, yeah, I don't know. He, he, I, I could see Batista playing a great uh, Dorn in, uh, in like a 40K movie. I feel like Josh Brolin would do a really good job as Dorn. Oh yeah, Josh. Well, Josh Brolin would do a good job at anything. That's not yeah. fair. Like, yeah, he'd be a good anything. You put he's no got makeup the, on that fool. Mm. He's got the rugged like nature to him, and I can imagine Josh Brolin yelling to be quite terrifying. I'm not sure why, but if they cast Dorn, I just imagine they would cast fucking like John Cena to play him. I think it's because he looks like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a sort of stern military, uh, you know. He he's fairly good at being, uh, you know, yeah, 
I was going to say uncharismatic because I hated him in WWE, but whatever. Remind me the name of the It Was Me Austin guy. Uh, Vince McMahon. I Vincent want Vi- Kennedy McMahon. I want Vincent McMahon to play like Lorgar. <laughs> it the, was him... me, Austin. It was, it was me, Erebus. It was me all along. Oh, God, we're off the rails. We're, we're always we're, off the rails. All right, Shy, this time... Well, actually, let's let's. You know what? Should we? If we're Dorn, we need to. If we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right this time. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you all so much for watching this episode of Adeptus Ridiculous. My name has been Bricky. You can find me at Bricky either on Twitter, Bricky IG on Instagram, or you can check out my YouTube channel where I make videos and stuff on Bricky or streams, which I do every couple every day, couple days a week. DK, where can they find you? Wow, we haven't done a proper outro I know. in forever. I'm DK Diamantes. You can find me at DK Diamantes everywhere except on Instagram where I'm real DK Diamantes because my name keeps getting stolen. The first guy that took it gave it back to me. Some corporation took it as soon as he gave it up. Anyway, DK Diamantes everywhere. That, yeah, mm-hmm. Except and you can find Shy at Quite Shallow. Quite Shy etc various things she also runs our social media so if you ever want to yell at shy yell at yell at yell at shy yeah yell at at adeptus ridiculous at ad ridiculous actually yeah at ad ridiculous yeah 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 yeah, yeah. magic pain glove <laughs> tell me what that bowling ball will do uh...